blessing um, having you all around it's a wonderful blessing having all of you around and um, to listen to the word of the Lord I want to briefly share something powerful with you that the Lord laid on my heart during the Easter um, during the Easter yeah so it, it it's something that is it's very brief but it carries a message that can transform your life forever all right now i will by the input the courage of the holy ghost make a spiritual presentation of what easter really means as far as jesus is concerned easter is more than a remembrance of the death of a man who once walked the earth Easter is not a commemoration of just a new life. The true definition of Easter duly be sorry, would duly be appreciated when we look at it from the heavenly perspective. The death of Jesus is is not an act of correction of what Adam did. And it's far from that. God set aside Adam and all the consequences of Adam when he was thinking about Easter. The impact of Easter is not an improvement of what Adam altered when he disobeyed God. But first, let us start from here. Easter is a heavenly orchestration that transported the spirit of man into a kingdom they are yet to grasp hitherto. Now the Bible said, I giving thanks unto the Father who hath made us meet, that is, who has qualified us <laughs> to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Verse 13, who hath, this is past tense, who had, okay, or has delivered us from the power of darkness and has already translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So the above scriptures are the reasons we give thanks for Easter. The reason we give thanks to God for Jesus dying for us. So now, now, that, now that we, 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 we are celebrating Easter, uh, or we are thanking God for Jesus, for Easter, pour it in your heart like Mary. The goodness of the kingdom in which you now reside and walk like you are the king of that kingdom. Okay? The Bible said that God is the king of kings. He's not the king of kings of the earth. Okay, the Bible said in 1 chapter 2 verse 9 that we are royal priesthood. Okay, in Exodus chapter 19 verse 6, the Bible said that we are a kingdom of kings and priests. So we are the kings. Okay, made in the likeness of the heavenly king, which is God. So God is the king of we, his children, who are the kings. He's not referring to the kings of, um, or king of this community or that community by the king that have been birthed in his kingdom so we will miss the essence of Easter if we consider not what Easter birthed or brought forth now by the revelation of the kingdom of God through the mark of Easter a new order of kings were born let it be your consciousness reign in your hearts and walk like it 
Easter did not restore what Adam forfeited through the call, through the fall. Jesus called us forth into and unto himself and new people that never existed before and new type of persons. This is the second import of Easter. The Bible said in Ephesians 32 verse 13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. So through the blood of Christ, we were brought into oneness to the Lord, the sonship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 40, For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. There is no Jew and Gentile. Now we both have been brought together by the blood of Christ. Together we have fellowship, oneness with the Father, who is the eternal deity forever and ever. Verse 15, Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, the law of commandment and ordinances, for to make in himself of two one new man making peace. So by reason of the death of Jesus, the old life of Adam, both by the spirit and by its effect on man, was done away with. God puts all those aside and said, I'm creating within myself a new kind of breed, which is not of the Adamic race. Now the effect of Adam and all that has to do with him ends when you enter Christ. Christ is a new Adam. This is Easter. Easter is not a ritualistic festival like the traditional festivals. When we have Easter convention, God looks down on the earth and all he beholds is a group of people celebrating a festival of a hero who gave himself for them and yet not really living in the life of what their hero purchased for them. Okay? Now, what took place after Easter is recreation, not restoration. It's a new birth. It is not an improvement of the old. Many know this, yet they live as though their life is an improvement of the old. When a man says, oh, things are hard, everyone must suffer in life, okay? As a man, uh, as a man, once in a while, you have to forsake. What do you think is running his oppressive system? The Bible said that no one living in Zion will say, I am sick. It is not the language of the heavenly. We have been translated into a new order of heavenly beings that are superior to sickness, death, and disease, and infirmity. Okay, that is not the language of the heavenly. What must you do then? Carry the new birth message and load it into your inner man until you cannot think or utter the contrary. Easter is the activity of Jesus that ushered us into a covenant that is superior to any covenant that you might have been initiated into hither to the death of Jesus. The action of Easter is that it cuts short and truncates every previous covenant. This is not a joke. In Hebrews 10 verse um, 8 verse 10 to 12, God says he will make a new covenant. Easter birthed that, that covenant through the death of Jesus. That's canceling the previous covenant. Now when I say canceling the pre canceling previous covenant, I'm not, I don't mean to say God canceled a covenant with Adam and all those things. I mean, every covenant that a person might have been initiated to do into before he got born again, once he received Christ, it is cancelled. If you are still expressing it is fixed, it's because of you because you have a consciousness of the old. If you still have the consciousness of it, it will rob you of your heritage in Christ. But you need to delay those consciousness by loading in the new covenant message. It will renew your mind and help you step into a giant future and a glorious destiny.
it starts to get out of the influence of every covenant and curse into the realm of life where only life rules. The Bible said in the path of righteousness there is no death. Christ is the righteousness of God and once you accept that him you have been birthed into the realm of righteousness where there is no death. Easter brought life and immortality to light. Now, men can be immortal through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Second Timothy chapter one verse ten. But now, but it's now made manifest. Verse nine first, who hath Jesus, who has saved us, okay, and called us with unholy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus, before the world began. But now is made manifest by the appearance of our Savior Jesus Christ. Who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel? Life and immortality. This is Easter. Time will not permit me to talk about the lost body and blood, the communion. Time will not permit me to talk about the inseparable oneness and union. This is Easter. If you hear the King Theory Easter and yet you stumble in this. <laughs> Then you are still a slave. Easter came and brought us into eternal sonship and kinship. Are you reigning? The truth, thanksgiving, and appreciation you can ever give to God for Easter is that your life is a reflection, it's a sure reflection of the finished work of Christ. If this is not even now in your life, all your praises for Easter are tears in the vials of heaven. Let the effect of the finished work of Christ through Easter reign your thoughts and experience its reality in your life in the name of Jesus Christ.